It's 98.9 WCLZ and uh, Studio Z edition of Live from the Archives, proudly supported by Bull Moose and joined in studio today with Illiterate Light. Their debut album comes out uh, October 11th. Jake and Jeff, thanks for being here. Yeah, happy to be here. I was blown away by a couple of stories as I was reading about you guys. Little did I know that I'd already, I still can't believe that. But during those two songs, that's all I was thinking about. I was like, I've seen them before and it never even clicked to me. Yeah. Um, there's this, uh, one of the interviews that I had read with you guys where you were getting going into the music world. You would have, you would get in touch with other bands and instead of going on tour with other bands, you would have them come to you guys. Does that sound? Yeah, Tell yeah. Tell us about that. So we, I mean, we're from a small town in Virginia, Harrisonburg, Virginia, and that's where we went to college. We've kind of lived there since. Um, and it was pretty clear to us that we could only play our town so many times in a month before all of our friends stopped coming to see us. And, and a lot of times it was really hard to be a band from nowhere to go play like, hey, you know, we email some band in Philly and we want to play the cool club in Philly. And everybody's like, no, like you got to be able to bring some people. So we pretty quickly decided like a cool way to get to know other bands, other musicians is we, we found the bands that we really liked and we would invite them to our town and whether we could play with them or not, um, I would host them at my house. I'd cook them breakfast. I would just like show them our town. And as a small band, like the times that happened to us where somebody would reach out to us on like with no connection and just say hey we love your stuff can I set up a, a show for you in my hometown and like come stay with me and my dog or whatever like those were the the moments where from an early like early on we felt like wow somebody really cares so did we kind of found those bands for us and, and tried to do that and made so many good friends and so many good connections that way so that's that, that's a big part of our like yeah, like we when we started this band, we didn't we knew we wanted to tour, but we just slammed our head against the walls, sending booking emails, trying to figure out how to make that happen, and we just found our the ways that worked for us. Yeah. So when you guys finished up at was James Madison, mm -hmm. you were doing health sciences right. and history. Yeah. So what were you gonna do? Or was uh, it by then? Rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was <laughs> we no were considering plan. hip hop, but uh, yeah, yeah. There there wasn't a real clear path, at least. Uh, you know, in, in my world, um, you know, I, I kicked around a few ideas, but our junior or senior year, we got we, we took a uh, organic farming internship um, together. Uh, and so Jake and I started working on this farm. And I think, you know, we also had a band at the time, too. So we I think we were ready to right after college, actually just keep pursuing music with our other band and kind of work in farming somehow. Uh, and then that band ended up splitting up like really, really recently after we got out of school. So we spent two years just working on this farm and, you know, and that related to obviously, you know, health and, you know, diet and stuff that Jake was studying. I had no excuse. I just <laughs> was just, I don't know. I There's just people like, farmed throughout history. So. Yeah, exactly. There's my connection. Um, yeah. So, but, uh, you know, we spent a couple years doing that and, and then, um, and then eventually in 2015, we kind of reformed. Um, we reformed. Our previous band was called Money Cannot Be Eaten. This is a handful. Mouthful, I should say. It's also and a handful. Yeah, though. it's also a handful. <laughs> and uh, and then when we kicked off this band, we were actually a trio. Uh, we were a trio when we started. And um, our bassist was in college and, and left the band after a few months. And, um, and we just figured, let's just start playing shows as a duo. And... We kind of jumped in in my Subaru and and had a few shows in the Midwest that were already scheduled as a trio, but we just went and played them as a duo, and we kind of just felt you know like we'd been playing music together in different ways for like six years, 
and our chemistry together on stage was just like we're like we can do this you know we can just be a duo and I think we've all we always kind of were toying with uh, are we going to add more people at some point but it just really started to click and you know we're limited in certain ways and then we're totally um, unlimited in other ways so we've decided to stay as a duo and that means that we do a whole lot of weird stuff on stage when you come and see us I'm playing bass with my feet Jake's standing up and we're trying to cover a lot of ground but that's a little bit of a snapshot of our story. We're with Literate Light. And Jeff, I have to ask you this question because you were a substitute teacher. Yeah. Is it true <laughs> that you would bring music into the, the students? Well, uh, I would bring, uh, what I would do was I would uh, use these school resources and print all of our posters what, before we were about to go out on tour. <laughs> and, uh, and I'd print all the posters at the school and then have the kids kind of fill out the information uh, for each town, you know, we're going to Portland, Maine, like, and we're playing at this little club. So, all right, kids, like, right on the, on like the chalkboard, whatever the chalkboard, dry erase board, you know, <laughs> like September eighteenth, we're going to Portland. Like, here's the club name, and so they just fill it out, and it was totally like school of rock. <laughs> I had I had even longer hair and a bigger beard at the time, so they called me Mister Jesus, uh, which was always very funny. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it was. It was a it was a way to kind of have a, a gig when we got off of tour. It's clearly been like a whirlwind summer. I've seen you guys have played a lot of like you know the big things, Bonnaroo, Newport. Can you talk about those experiences? Yeah, man. Yeah, we so you know Bonnaroo was a big one for me because I went to Bonnaroo when I was I think a, like nineteen or something. It was kind of like my first big festival experience and saw so many bands. Like I didn't really even go for the headliners I, at that point. I was like. Uh, that was like the year that the Dirty Projectors broke and I was like a huge Dirty Projectors fan and and so I was just like see on these side stages seeing these bands I really loved um, and then yeah to be in that place this time to be on that side stage and um, you know like we played you know I guess like right either before or after Solange Knowles and it was just like right before yeah. yeah so like I got to open for Solange like that's pretty sweet <laughs> like um just the whole the whole feel of that experience was really pretty crazy for me and yeah Newport as well Newport was great uh you know we also got to do Lollapalooza and uh Shaky Knees down in um Atlanta but Newport for me was a real real highlight of the summer it's just an incredible music community um I have a kind of similar story to Jake where I was at Newport in 2008 I guess that was the same year you were at Bonnaroo um, or something like that so yeah so I it had been on my radar for like 10 years and then it was just cool to circle back and actually be on the stage where 10 years ago I, I saw Jim James playing there and was just so you know just fell in love um, so it, it was awesome I, I feel like they've kind of welcomed us into their community in fact the tune we kicked off with sometimes love takes so long we have a live recording of that from Newport and a video that's out on YouTube right now. So it felt like a really good show for us. We wanted to release it. I got two more questions, and then we'll get back to one more song from you guys. Jeff, you've got a music connection in your family. Yeah. It has, explain that, and did you get some advice as you were getting going oh, on all yeah, this? Oh, yeah, for sure. We get advice all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, so. That's my uncle Steve, uh, Steve Gorman. He is uh, a founding member and the drummer of the Black Crows. And uh, so I kind of grew up. Actually, they formed right around you know they were kind of breaking right around the time i was born i was born in november of 89 and their first record came out in 90 so my whole life has kind of been you know kind of grown up in with with the crows in that world 
And um, so Steve now lives in Nashville. <clears throat> Growing up, we'd go to shows and go backstage and meet other musicians and whatnot. And I just fell in love with rock music, basically. So I've got two brothers. We're all drummers because um, my uncle Steve is a drummer. My grandfather is a jazz drummer. And then in high school, I switched over to guitar. Uh, but anyways, long story short, uh, Steve now lives in Nashville. And that's one of our kind of biggest, bigger cities, a city that we really love and care about. We tour there all the time. And uh, he's been like a mentor for our band uh, outside of our incredible, you know, kind of industry team of management and everybody that we work with in that world. He's just like he's always kind of guiding us and advising us. And he's learned so much over the years. He has a book coming out in like two weeks that's selling really well right now. And a a new band, Trigger Hippie, and they're starting to tour. Um, They they rock. So. We talk to Steve every few days at this point and just kind of tell him where we're at and what's going on. He's a he's a guide for us. And the last question that I had, both of you can weigh in on this. With the debut coming out next month, what can people expect from that album? Yeah, this is a really we're, we're the the people we got to work with on this album are so exciting and and the connections that we made. Really, this is music from Illiterate Light from 2015. Uh, the song we just released, In the Ground, was one of the first songs um, Jeff and I worked on for this band. And then uh, up to, yeah, we also, uh, so we just played Sometimes Love Takes So Long, and that was written... Um, really in May. In May in yeah. the studio. That was like we, we got signed to the record deal and had a pretty much finished album at that point and they said hey why don't you just do like a few more songs a few more days in the studio to see what happens and we had this like kind of half finished idea and we yeah the the night before we recorded it um jeff was working on lyrics and we were going back and forth on ideas and and we recorded it and it's been one of our favorites and so yeah like you know there's a, a span there like within this album if you can piece it together you could probably see our growth path but uh it's also like all still very relevant to us we still play these songs every night when we're on tour it's it's like so exciting to get to to we've been a live band for so long like we've everything has been about our live show and figuring that out and this is the first uh these are the first recordings that we feel like have really captured our energy um in in a recorded setting and that people are going to get to take that home with them and and then like scream the lyrics back at us next time so we're pretty we're pretty pumped for it yeah, yeah. we're with literate light the debut comes out next month on the 11th you want to do one more and then we'll uh, close things let's down let's do it yeah we'll finish off with uh the song called better than i used to <laughs> <laughs>